It's Monday night and another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? And, uh, of course, me, the mouth, Brian Hustlinger. We're joined by ESS point leader, Jordan Poirier. Welcome to the show, Jordan. Hi, thanks for having me. No problem. So, Jordan, how did you get your uh, career in racing starting? Uh, I guess the big background, my family has been involved in racing since I'm born. My, my uncle used to race modifier when I was born. So I get, I went to my forum for my first race when I was three months, three months old at Lebanon speed, Lebanon Valley Speedway. So it all started back there. I start running driving myself at 10 years old, driving carts. I did two or three years of asphalt cards. Then I moved on to the Slingshot series in in Canada. They were uh, it was a new series, so I started on dirt with that. Moved up to the Lightning Sprint for a few years, and then moved up to the 360 Sprint. So you're pretty young then, right? Yeah, I'm 24 years old. Oh, you oh, are young! Wow, we're old. I'm I'm 48, so <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, he's old as shit. Yeah, I'm um, old as shit. So, so you're, having, <laughs> you're, you're, having a, you're having a pretty successful year then for it only being your second year in the uh, in the 360s. Yeah, this year has been really, really good for us. We've been stuck in uh, in Canada for the last two years. We were running the Nice of Thunder series in, back in Canada, which is a, the 360 series that happened because of COVID and Nash Weekend season yeah. was closed. So we... We won the championship last year. We had, we felt like we were really, really good, but it, it's it's hard to compare yourself to the other side of the border when you can't run with those guys. And this year, that we just have a crazy good season. We're just being consistent in the top five, and it paid off in, in the championship at the moment. Now, uh, this year, I think, was the first year the Empire Super Sprints has ever been to Orange County Fair Speedway, which is my home track. What did you think of the place? It's a pretty big place, honestly. It, it, it was fun. Um, I'm used to Granby down in Quebec, which is yep. really, really big, but I, I didn't know what to expect. And when we got to Orange County in the afternoon, I was like, oh, shit, that place is really, really big. <laughs> and it, and it, it turns out it was pretty slick, so it was big. We got our, our setup figure out pretty good for the big track, and it was that slick. So we, it, we were on point all night long. We were just really, really good compared to the other guys. But still, I felt like they were um, maybe a little bit less used to that kind of racetrack. So uh, yeah. it was good for us, for sure. But the track was just really, really good. I felt like the the new ownership, uh, they put a lot of time on the track surface. They even redo the surface just before our feature, and it was uh, yes. a decent condition for us. Now, when you're when you're running a, on a slick track like that, do you guys have to kind of take some power out of the motor? Or is it kind of up to you to kind of just yeah, you know feather it around there a little bit better? Yeah, it's all behind the right foot. <laughs> the, you're just trying to figure it out. With your brake, with your with your fuel, you can remove power. But on especially on big track like that, you still need the HP down the straightaway. But you need to feather mm-hmm. the throttle entering the corner and, and everything. But it, after that, you you still need it. Well, 
Because that night when I in the A main, you were high, wide, and handsome. You, you, you dropped out a times, but other than that, you went right back up on the boards. You were a lot of fun to watch. Would you go? Definitely uh, recommend going back to that track. Uh, can you repeat the question, please? Would you Would you like to go back to OCFS and uh, race there again? Oh yes, for sure. It was It was really fun race. Actually, I felt like we were really good on the outside, and nobody was mm-hmm. running our line, so it it was getting away. It was hard to keep running the outside because everybody was running the inside, and they were shooting dust on on, on our lane. But yeah, for sure, I want to return there. I felt like we we gave a pretty good show for the number of cars we were, uh, and uh, we start I start we start pretty deep, passed some cars, so mm-hmm. I, I guess the fans hopefully the fans enjoyed it. So uh, even with them, you know, kind of shooting some dust up there in that top lane, you were still able to find a pretty good bite up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was difficult because uh, out of four, the, the wall got a little kink that get back and I, I kept eating that wall and I was I got scared to uh, bend my right rear wheel right rear wheel but there was a uh, pretty good grip out there so we you need to be right up there just the thin line of grip that that was there so that's where we were running that race and everybody else was running the bottom so I guess the I guess the bottom mm-hmm. had some grip, grip too so yeah it, it was two good lines uh, for racing. Maybe they were scared to run up top like you were. Yeah, hopefully they're scared like that again next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously you've probably seen a lot of tracks between the U.S. and, and Canada. So which track's your favorite to race? Uh, I I have to say Arch Weekend Speedway is pretty much the temple yeah. of spring car racing around our place. But, uh, it's it's hard to beat. I got Cornwall back in Ontario, close to home. That feels really really fun to drive. They're all they all got some uh, different characteristics. They're all fun. I feel like that's why I like to run a touring series. You got you got to see a lot of track, a lot of different shape, different kind of condition. It's it's what makes it interesting. You need to be up your game every every time you unload the car at the track. Do you have a track that you're the least favorite to go to? Uh, I, I got to say, all those tracks near uh, Western New York, close to PA, OYO, it's, they're, they're all dusty, and Thunder Mountain, we struggled this year. Uh, oh, yeah. We struggled. <laughs> it's just different kind of racetrack that we're not using. We're not on the setup. It just it just doesn't suit me. Uh, I don't like to say that I don't like those racetracks because uh, I want to return back and I want to be able to uh, combat that and maybe bring a win or something like that. So, but I gotta say that right now it's uh, probably our biggest struggle is on those kind of racetracks. Uh, how are you related to Steve Poirier? Uh, Steve is my uncle. Okay. Now you're gonna follow in his footsteps and win like eight. You want to break his record at nine fifths? Uh, can you repeat that? Would you like to beat his record of championships and get like nine of them? Because he has eight. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, 
honestly, I, I want to concentrate myself to get one. That's our biggest goal this year. I just okay. want to make sure to close the deal. After that, uh, I would like to be maybe run for a second or a third one. That's for sure. But after that, I would really like to uh, to get a four ten, travel a little bit more, just make a little bit more of an outlet schedule. Just decide can choose and find the the biggest race i would really like to get a 410 wins i would really like to win a race in pa just because it's it's goal uh, at some point uh, i've i've dreamed for a long time to be an ess champion and if we can mm-hmm. close the deal this year i feel like that i need to push myself for another goal and find something uh, a little bit different so it all depends on sponsor and everything, so it's it's hard to figure out days and years before that. But I, I guess my goal after that will, would be to be to win a four ten race. So if you uh, ever uh, move up to the four ten sprints in a couple of years, uh, would you would you want to do some traveling with like the World of Outlaws or the All Star Circuit Champions? Ah, oh, that's for sure. I would like to do that. It's hard. To figure out it's it's all it's all comes out to a question of money after that but yeah for sure i would love to to do one of those traveling series but first of all we will need to get a 410 just try try some race try to beat some but some guys around around there when they're coming in new york and pa in a while you become ever come back in quebec uh but yeah for sure it's 410 would be a dream after that would you ever consider running a wingless sprint car? Uh, my experience in those kind of car aren't really good. I did my <laughs> the lightning sprint back in Quebec <laughs> when I was uh, 16, 17 years old. We we used to run ran uh, one or two races a year like that, and we were really really good. But we ended up slipping down the back straight away, probably <laughs> 10, 15 times. Got my first concussion there. So I feel like it's uh, it's not really my 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 kind. I prefer wing 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 sprint car, but they're fun to okay. drive. I, I'm sure it's, okay. but it's, they're maybe a little bit more dangerous than anything for me. Now, what's what's a track that you haven't raced on yet that you would love to race on? Uh, we got to go to Wheat Sport uh, by the end of the year. Unfortunately, I don't know why, but the last few years, I didn't have the chance to race there. But after watching the outlet the last two nights, uh, I feel like I can't wait to go there. I feel like it's slick track, a little bit special. You need to uh, feather the throttle. So I feel like it's one of kind of track will we probably will be good. So uh, I can't wait to go there. What about like a, a Port Royal or a Williams Grove? Any ambitions have gone there? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure, I... Went one time with Steve at Williams Goals only to see. Uh, I feel like it's mm-hmm. a track a, you need to go at least one time. But Port Royal, I feel like it's uh, up, right up there. It's racy. Every um, every uh, touring series that go there is put a gun sh- good show. It's big, slick track. So I feel like it's a track we would be good again. Uh, yeah, for sure. I want to go to Port Royal at, uh, at some point in my career. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come down and beat the PA posse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough, it's, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's a it's a dream to go there. It's a little bit far for us. It's probably like nine, ten, nine, ten hours of traveling. But yeah, at some point, I really hope that uh, at some point, uh, probably in the next few years, the URC with the ESS can do uh, a conjoint show just just like before. Like maybe five six years ago, there was. Uh, URC against ESS and Patriot Sprint uh, with a little yep. bit of money, so no no series was in conflict, and we could go there, race for a little bit more money than usual, and it was fun to race against those URC guys. It's now when you're coming across the border with the with the car and the trail and everything, is it is it a pain in the butt like going through customs and everything, or they just kind of like wave you on through? It's actually hasn't been that bad this year. At the beginning of the year, they were asking a lot of questions just because I, I feel like they weren't used to see us cross the border. But since probably June, July, it's been really much, really easier to cross. I feel like this is my name. I cross every week probably to go to in the U.S. And I say we got everything in the trailer. Everything is in order. So it's hard to find something against us. I feel like they just let us go and go race. It's been easier for us. It's still a little bit harder to come back into Canada just because you need to be vaccinated to come back. But other than that, I feel like it's it's been easier than pre-COVID. That's good. At least they're making it a little bit easier on you guys. You know, it's, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was terrible those that couple of years that the borders were closed and you know, none, none of the Canadian drivers could come over. No U.S. drivers could go up to Canada and race. It kind of really, really sucked for everybody. Sucked. It sucked. Yeah, yeah. I really wish they changed. They still got that. Uh, the everybody that needs to enter the Canada needs to be vaccinated. That's still the biggest problem uh, for for the ESS because the ESS uh, was coming to Quebec uh, at least one or two times a year in the past. Mm-hmm. And now there's a lot of people not vaccinated, so they can't come because it will ruin everybody's championship. So it's hard, it's hard for them to come. I really like, wish they changed that rule because uh, that's the that was the biggest uh, weekend for us for a sponsor that come to the racetrack and everything. So I really wish they ju- only change that for the next few years. Also, the national that Ash weekend is coming up. Uh, in two weeks, so all those people can go to the national. So it doesn't feel like a real national uh, when you're not racing against everybody. I feel like. Now, would you say the competition's tougher in the U.S. or in Canada? Uh, I would say in the U.S. It's, they race a little bit more. Uh, probably in Canada, there's five, six really good drivers that, that could go on the SS Tour and be really competitive. But the rest of the field is a little bit more stretched out. In the U.S., the top 10, top 15, every night could win a race. So it, it's everybody could show up and, and win a race, and you need to be up your game. Everybody got the best stuff, best star, best chuck, but at, some, uh, at, the, at one point in the U.S., you just need to be on your game. It's Every every night, ten driver can win a race. Yeah, that's like got Danny Barron, He Bing, Davey Frank, those guys. 
right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're competitive. Davis Rennick's race against Portan is probably one of the top five best drivers in the U.S. in 360 racing. So it's it's there's nothing better than those guys. And Davy, uh, I think Davy Fernick's behind you in points. He's second in points, isn't he? Points. Yeah, he's second in points. So, how if you end up winning your uh, first ESS championship this year, how are you going to celebrate? Beer. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, probably some beers, but not too much because the next day we're racing the uh, Canadian National at this weekend. So. Uh, so we we will celebrate, but just be a little bit cautious because it's the national the next day is the, our biggest race of the year. So we need to be up our game again, again the next day. So we'll probably just uh, wait to the next night to celebrate uh, correctly. Well, maybe then you'll be celebrating the ESS championship and a national championship. Yeah, I was going to say. Hopefully, you be both. Both. <laughs> it will be much better to do both. Yeah. So we have a That's, go ahead, Mike. We have a yeah. we have a we have a Canadian buddy uh, Matt Williamson who you know races modifieds and uh, we've interviewed him a couple times and he actually drinks American beer. So do you do you yeah. drink Canadian beer? Or do you drink American beer? Yeah, we drink Canadian beer. Way more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. I'm urging you to like drinking water. <laughs> Come on, Matt. You can't do better. Uh, I, I think he's watching. He's drinking Mick Ultra now. I think he's watching his weight or something. I, I don't know what's up with him. <laughs> oh, I don't know what he's drinking, but I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's good because he's a uh, pretty good money for a driver. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, yeah he Jordan, actually helped. He actually helped us for that Middleton race because we raced against him in uh, uh, Meridville and Anderson last year. So we had a little bit of chance to chat with him, and I knew he was really good down there. So uh, I had a couple messages with him just trying to figure out the sort race and everything and what, what kind of racetrack he, he thought uh, was lo- looking like the same like Middleton, and he helped, helped us uh, with that one for sure. That's nice of him. He's he's a nice guy. Yeah, he he don't know though. I mean, he won a hundred thousand dollar to win race down there, so he knows something. Yeah, yeah, well, that was under controversy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he knows a a kind of one trick of two or two at that at that track for sure. Yeah, now yeah, he's he's Eastern states. Now you just have to show him what some real beer is. Yeah, give him a bats or something. Tell, yeah, force a little bats down his throat. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, Jordan, if you could pick your four all-time favorite drivers in any class of racing, who would your four favorite drivers be? My fourth favorite? My fourth? Yeah, yeah, four? yeah, your top four. Top four. Uh, any class, I gotta say- they could be... Uh, I gotta say, I'm a little bit biased in that, so I gotta say my dad and my uncle, just because they're my idol for uh, forever yeah. and every class they've been. So I, I got two right off the gate, and I need to say Larson just because he's 
He's the Tyler, ghost. Yeah. And I'm going to say Christopher Bell just because he's the best driver I've seen with my own eyes. Uh, he came to Ash Weekend like three years ago and he kicked our butts, uh, plain and simple. He was just float, floating on the racetrack and he was just awesome. And Larson and Bell, they're just good in everything. They got on NASCAR, dirt spring car, dirt midget. It's incredible the, the, the level of talent those guys are have. And also, I'm a little bit biased because we were running against Bell and R Factor back in the days on the computer. Maybe when I was like 10, 11, so he had to be like 14, 15, and we started racing against each other on R Factor. That's cool. Are you, are you still playing R Factor or have you moved over to iRacing? I moved up to the racing, but I'm oh good, I'm good. No good. I'm no good at that thing. I tried to be. <laughs> but, uh, those those kids can play like thousand hour, and it just frustrates me that at the level uh, you're in the middle of the winter and you're like, can I drive a race car? But and after that you get to the race. <laughs> and, okay, I remember how to drive a race car. I'm just bad at that at everything. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty bad at too. I think I have a couple a couple street stock wins, and I have like one 305 sprint car win. Other than that, I'm terrible. Yeah, I, I actually prefer to uh, do the road racing. Uh, when, with a couple of buddies, we like to do the 24 hour of Daytona, 12 hour of Sebring, 12 hour of uh, Spa Francorchamps, just because it, it feels more real and feels more fun to be just a with a couple of buddies, we're practicing one week before the race and we're Twitch streaming and having fun during the winter because we got anything else to do on the winter. Now, uh, you, you enjoy a lot of snow, snowmobiling and all that when in the winter's up in Canada as well? Yeah, I do a little bit of mountain uh, snowmobiling just because we, we got it at home and it's, it's pretty close and there's nothing else to do in the winter in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the, I don't like the cold, so you'll never see me up yeah. there. No, ever, ever. Yeah, I I I was at school every every year till this year. So hopefully next year we can go race in Florida a little bit during the during the winter and oh, cut, yeah. in, cut in and half and do some racing and be in the other condition a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Help yeah. me that culture shock for you for going to Canada to a tropical state. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. pretty warm down there. Yeah, it's, it's, it cut the winter in half and it, you feel way better when you come back and it feels just, you feel better and it, it, you can be racing in the winter, that's for sure. Well, you'll, you'll, no. probably go, you'll probably go down to Florida in the winter time and they'll all be wearing pants and sweatshirts because it'll be like 60 degrees but it'll be cold to them. And you'll yeah, be coming from Canada. You'll, you'll probably be walking around t-shirt and shorts because you're like, oh, this is warm. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. The last, the last time we went with Steve, it was just like that. Everybody had like uh, sweatshirt and toque and everything. And we were like, oh, it's pretty hot out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. So, uh, outside of ESS, you got any of their uh, plans for traveling this year for races? 
Uh, actually, no. We ran uh, one Patriot show. We might do some others. I don't know. Other than that, we just were stuck with the ESS Championship. We wanted to concentrate every everything onto that. With the tire shortage, it's a little bit uh, more difficult to travel just because you don't want to burn your good tires with ESS and you don't want to go elsewhere and not run uh, with the best stuff you, you can bring. So it's, it makes everything a little bit uh, more difficult. I wish we could <coughs> travel a little bit more, race a little bit more. I feel like I'm used to race maybe 30, 35 races a year. Maybe this year we'll do 20, 25 at best. So I would like to do a little bit more racing, but we're just concentrating everything we have with the ESL this year, and we'll see after that. Um, so what's what's the difference? I'm from down south. I live down in, in Maryland. Uh, so what's the difference between the ESS and the, and the Patriot Sprint Tour? Is it is it same rules for the most part, or? Uh, yes, it's pretty much the same rule. There's a little bit of shock rule that differ, but other than that, it's just two different traveling series uh, done in New York. It's pretty much the same guys running it. The, the Patriot Sprint just run a little bit less race uh, with uh, some race in, more in western New York. But other than that, it's pretty much the same guy. And, but I feel, we haven't been able this year to go with them uh, like we wanted, just because the race are so so far for us, and they were like not on our way on our way to a ESS race or on our way back from an ESS race. So it just didn't work. Usually we try to support them. Uh, a little bit more than we we did uh, this year because they actually did uh, give uh, the best person uh, New York actually for us. They the payouts about the same for both series too, or is one pay more than the other? Uh, the Patriots uh, payouts are a little bit better than the ESS. I think there are three grand to win every race. Uh, ESS show are two grand to win, but uh, he, and the Patriots are running uh, only 10 shows and the ESS are running probably uh, 25 race schedules so it, that's why we made the decision to commit to the ESS instead of the Patriots well, we would have liked to do both but they had the race uh, in conflict and uh, the Patriots were in Saints Grove PA and uh, ESS were in uh, Genesee. So if that race wouldn't have been in conflict, we might have done uh, both series. I've been pretty cool to win both championships in the same year. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. <laughs> would have been real nice. Yeah. All right, Joanne, before we let you go, is there anybody you would like to thank? Oh, I got ton of people I need to thank honestly I wouldn't be able to race uh, if I didn't have the support of my family my dad my my uncle they support us with the company family just supporting the car and everything we got a lot of good sponsor with us TFM Pompage Mega Cafache Saison Zemek Beton Provision 
Uh, without those people, it's we, we wouldn't, wouldn't be racing because of, of everything is rising. So it just makes our life easier. And I got my crew guy, Matthew and Danik, that just came to every pretty much every race with us. We're, we're based in Quebec, so our closest races are like three, four hours from home. So we're always always on the road. So it's it's hard on family. It's hard on work. It's without yeah. their uh, their commitment. It's uh, it's it's hard to do it. Uh, I've been I've been doing it for quite a few years. It's easier for me to do it, but to find uh, some people that want to do it. Uh, with you, it just needs a uh, full commitment. Jordan, we'd like to thank you and good luck the rest of the year. And we hope you, uh, you hope you bring home that first ESS championship. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Jordan. Have Absolutely. a good one. Absolutely. Thanks. Have a good one. That was Jordan Poirier. And before we move on with the rest of our show, we have to break for station identification from our sponsor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. We're back. Woo! That was a great interview. That, that was, was our interview. first French Canadian. Yeah, that was, that was fun. I, I, he's uh, sometimes a little... A little hard to understand, a little thick accent there, but uh, yeah. great guy. That's what we sound man. Great, yeah. Yeah, having great, a great year. Great young career for him. Only his second year in the SS sprints, and he's leading the championship. Uh, having a healthy year. Just you want to Orange County a couple weeks ago. Just want to Albany, Saratoga. Uh, so having a great year. Um, speaking of Orange County, uh, the next Wait, three. Yeah. Well, hold on. First of all, the next three races determine your top eight, and the points are close. Or no, is it the top eight or top four? I don't know. But the point I was reading it earlier. Get down to the top four. Should get down to the top four. Yeah, and the points are close. <sighs> I think Mike Guler is fourth in points, but he's only one point ahead of whoever's fifth. So he's got to get some good finishes or get a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, got to get a win to get locked in. Um, uh, let me pull the post up because it was it was interesting. Cause it was, it's a close, 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 close battle. I don't remember. I don't even know where it's at. Whatever. But yeah, it's it's very close. So, and I don't remember who posted it. Orange County posted it, but it's it's not on there anymore. But uh, staying with Orange County, we have an apology to make, an oversight. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
an oversight, I guess, so to speak, because we're idiots. And, uh, so uh, we got we a misunderstood. Mess- yeah, we misunderstood, and we got a, a message from a uh, avid listener. An avid listener, Evan. I'm gonna. I I'm sorry, Evan. I'm gonna probably butcher your last name. Evan Berardi. Evan Berardi. Yeah. Oh, sounds so we'll be making another policy next week for mispronouncing his last name. Yeah. <laughs> but he had sent us a message explaining everything, and basically, we're idiots. And they're if you won, if you won to Orange County for the the Battle of the Midway, if you were in the top twelve, but locked in the top eight, and we misconstrued it as if you won the Battle of the Midway, you were locked in the top eight. Regardless, thinking they're trying to get Stu in, so we apologize. Right? Yeah, <clears throat> we wanted to help. We went with the Hellmark Gate uh, conspiracy theory, and we were we were dead wrong. Yeah, very so dead wrong. Yeah, we'll eat crow on that one. It is what it is. Yeah. So not used to. <laughs> um. So that wraps up Orange County. Obviously, Shepard ended up winning that race. Uh. Yeah. Brago looked good, though. Um, Mad Max looked good in that race, too. I didn't watch any of it. I watched the uh, I watched the highlights. I didn't watch it. I don't have dirt vision. No, I'm not going to get dirt vision. Um, Go Down wins his sixth race in a row at Bridgeport, breaking the track record. Uh, um, why aren't they putting a... Uh, bounty? What up? Like a while ago, when he was like three straight. I don't know. I don't know why they're not putting a bounty on him. I've heard a lot of yeah, kind of drops drops a little bit there from first to second. Actually, your top five is kind of oof. For what? From uh, <clears throat> it's twenty five hundred to win. I think you get what like thirteen or twelve something like that 12, per second. Twelve. So. Yeah, and then you don't even get like a thousand dollars for fit. Yeah. Well, the what really caught my eye was the sportsman's only paying five hundred to win. Yeah, that's shitty. Dude, when my uncle won a sportsman race at Bridgeport back in two thousand, I think he won seven hundred. So did they take seven hundred? Yeah. Did did they take money away from the sportsman to give it to the modified guys? Uh, I, I mean, five hundred to win just to me. I think a sportsman race should be at least eight hundred to win. But hey, what do I know? Um, I've also seen a lot of people complaining that, uh, similar to the forty-four, the the twenty-six at Bridgeport just kind of drives through tech, and they don't really look at anything. Yep. Now I haven't been there, so I don't. I don't know that. I don't, that's true. No that's idea. Just, just what people are bitching about. But at the same time, people always bitch about people winning, so it could all be just hearsay. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I'm gonna try to make it there this weekend as long as the weather holds off. Bring your phone and just watch closely with an eagle eye. <clears throat> I'm gonna do. Uh, Shepard wins Utica Rome again. Shocker. Yeah, shocker. And it took home 
took about half. As soon as he got the lead, I was like, oh, this is done. Yeah, this race is over. Yeah, we're done. I think it's like his 58th uh, win this year there, something like that. I mean, the guy's on fire. You figure he's won four of his last yeah, six he's starts. Been, he's been but, on fire just of late. And I guess at Wheatsport Sunday, he got a flat tire, and I guess just pulled off. I was like, screw it, we're done, whatever, who cares? Didn't even change yeah. the flat. Wasn't a points race, right? No, it wasn't a points race. Um, oh, he says in his interview at Utica Rome that uh, he was getting a little nervous. He's getting a little nervous there for a while that he might not win. Why? Because he wasn't in the lead by lap 10, I guess. So it took a little uh, while. He's just uh, something like, well, right, oh, maybe he so. felt like a vibration in the car or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just got a little nervous there for a little bit. It's like, really? Why? They just kind of make it sound good in the interview. <sighs> Yeah, oh, yeah, we're real nervous, you know. Yeah. yeah no, you aren't. Yeah, you aren't. Got to give Chris more something to think yeah. about. I was a little nervous yeah. there. I thought uh, freezing was, I mean, no. So, once again, I picked Bo Ballard, or a driver to win, and Bo Ballard had a mediocre night. Actually, he finished outside the top five for the first time this year. <laughs> no, because I was, <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Sorry, Bo. He unfriended me on Facebook after that. <laughs> Don't blame him. Sorry about that, Bo. I think uh, I believe Justin Grant won your Indiana Sprint Week. Yeah, he did. He's the really no shocker there. So a lot see, of them rained out too. Yeah. See, uh, Wheat Sports Saturday night, uh, the World of Outlaw race. Uh, allegedly, Sheldon Hanshield made contact with a lap car and spun down into the infield, and I never threw a caution for him, so he got out. He got out of the car and threw his helmet on the track to bring out the caution. So, I'm waiting to see if there's going to be any kind of fines or anything for that. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it should be. Yeah. Um, was he, uh, did you see it? Uh, I watched the replay. Was um, he that far enough in the infield where it was not a safety issue? Uh, I mean, it's hard to tell from the angle because they don't, like, yeah, okay. they don't like go over <laughs> to him, but you can see his car sitting there. I mean, it looks like it's pretty far off the track, but, but that's the starter. That's the starter's call. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, I, I get still, if they're saying, I mean, I mean, yeah, I get it. It's, at the same time, it's shitty for him because he's in the points battle, you know what I mean? And you would think one of your top points yeah, but, guys, you would throw the caution for him. I don't know. Throw his hell. I mean, that's pretty crafty. You throw your helmet to get a caution. Okay. Yeah, that's this, new. That's new, but okay. I mean, I probably would have <laughs> just kept the car going. Well, I guess it probably stalled. I would have flopped right on the track myself, just ran out there and just flopped. Well, I was thinking, why didn't he just pull the car out and stop on the track, but it probably stalled. And they don't have start. It's got to be push start. Yeah, yeah. It's be push started. Call so. push start truck to like run around the piss for a while and just go on and wipe out or something. <laughs> <laughs> he could have thrown mud or grass or something. Got to you know. Now you got your safety equipment so off, and then yeah. I don't know. steering wheel could do the steering wheel out there. I don't know. Well, how are you gonna steer the car if you're gonna push you off to get going? You got well, no steering he wheel now. Yeah, but he threw his helmet out there anyway. Put ice grips on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean he threw his helmet <laughs> out there, so he couldn't race anyways. <laughs> 
fuck to a shoe or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so. Do a photographer uh, out there. You should just grab one of the track photographers and do him. Yeah, grab there. his camera. Yeah, grab his camera. Throw that out it's there. Your I spun out here, asshole, because you had that fucking flash on. I couldn't see. Dick. Yeah, I had a seizure from all the damn flashes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I spun out. You jerk off. Yeah. Christ. Uh, <coughs> oh man. Kind of a boring week in racing, I guess. I, you know, say so everybody who you think is going to win won. Yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing crazy exciting. <laughs> Not really, no. Except for Sean Hanshield throw pitching a fit and throwing his <laughs> throwing his helmet on the track, strip, yeah. <laughs> yeah, strip it down like naked and in, like, so, like Ricky Bobby, <laughs> streaking through the pits, <laughs> streaking through. I'm on fire. His fault. You're not. You're not a fire. Help me, Jeff Gordon. Help me, Steve Kinzer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his. Uh. Yeah. So he's probably going to get some kind of fine or something. I guess, I would guess. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's World Racing Group. So who knows what they'll do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think your dad was. I don't think they know what they're going to do. Oh, they, the outlaws basically came out and said, Wii Sports sucks. They loved the facility, gorgeous, this, that, and the other thing, but the racing was horrible. The racing, <clears> like <throat> the racing at Wii Sports is always horrible. It doesn't matter what class it's too, it is. It's like way too slick, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just very slow. Yeah, it is very slow. Well, and it's flat, too, isn't it? It's a very flat track. Yeah, I believe. You could still have a slick, but have some bite in it. And yeah. I don't know. Got no bite in it though. That's the problem. Like you're going down the straightaway and then just lift completely, probably lifting in the turns, just trying to coast. Well, that's no. what it sounded like because I was watching a little hot laps or something. Yeah. And it coming and then also they they would let literally left off to set up for the turns. Like wow, that sucks because it's yeah. a four ten straight. You know they're usually wide open or more or less. Yeah. And they made it like. Yeah, they may roll the throttle for a little bit, but then you hear them pick it back up in the corner, and you probably didn't hear them pick it back up for a while. Yep, but they weren't too fond of the track at all. That's why that's, that's their only New York swing. I think it is. That's why I do like the qualifying, single car qualifying, because I love listening to someone's throttle control. Yeah. You know? I, I have to yeah, I have to admit, when I saw the USAC at uh, Bloomsburg, I enjoyed it. Just to, yeah, like just for like what you said to listen yep. to them. How how is he working the throttle? All of a sudden, you know, they'll scream come out of the exit. Yeah, it, it was a lot of. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. There, but I can't. A TV, I can't. I can't stand it. Yeah, TV, it sucks. I, if it's there, it's different because you're, you're kind of into it because the crowds. Into, oh, is he going to get the fourteen or whatever? Yeah, yep. it gets a little exciting. It could be fun. I'll have to admit it. Yeah. yeah, I'll admit it too. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> I don't think there's really a whole lot. No special shows this week. I don't think just weekly racing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Dirt Car has their big week of racing coming up. Summer Fest. Nobody's... I think it's like uh, where Summer Fest. It's called Summer Fest. Oh, so sorry. Summer fast. It starts, starts next oh. month. I think it starts next Monday at Wheat Sport. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. So much for fast. Right? It was, fast. It was, oh, yeah. It's the uh, it's the race that was rained out last Sunday. The Heroes. 
remembered 100 or something. Okay. Um, are there these point races for this summer fast? If they are. <laughs> they are point like races. Kind of like their Hell Tour, like their, uh, let's call it's it like, their Speed like Week. Yeah, it's their Speed Week, pretty much. So it starts Sweetsport on Monday. Hang on. Oh, it's, yeah, Summerfast is what it's called. So, Weedsport uh, on Monday, then Tuesday would be Brewerton, Wednesday's, Wednesday's Fulton, uh, Thursday's Land of Legends. That's it. Wait. That's it? Yeah. Four. Four nights, then. Four nights four, in a row. Yeah, four nights. All in western New York, except for, I guess, Weedsport's kind of western. It's on the other side. It's west. West of Syracuse. West Central. Yeah. Uh, I say, <clears throat> I say, uh, Shepard wins two out of four. Uh, he'll take, we sport and Land of Legends. I was going to say Land of Legends of Brewerton. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to so, take, I'll take probably, if Larry breaks it out, I'll probably take him at, well, I'll take him at Fulton. Weedsport, I don't know. It could be anybody at Weedsport. Weedsport's going to be someone that starts up front. Yeah. So, yeah, you get a good draw or whatever. Make the draw. Get a good draw. Yeah, hop the green. Yeah. I don't so, know. It's a toss-up. Yeah, Weedsport's 100 laps, 10,000 to win. Brewerton, 60 laps, 7,500 to win. Fulton, 60 laps, 7,500 to win. Land of Legends, 60 laps, 7,500 to win. Nice payout. Nice uh, to win, anyway. And then... <clears throat> And then they're off until August, Wednesday, August 24th, which they go to Ransomville for the Summer Nationals, which is 75 laps, 7,500 to win. And then uh, Saturday, September 3rd, Lebanon Valley, Mr. Dirt USA. Yeah, 25-5, I think, right? It doesn't have a payout. It just says 101 laps. That is uh, Labor Day weekend, too, I believe. It is Labor Day weekend. It is 100% Labor Day weekend. That's that's a toss-up race, too. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. I'll say Williamson. Why not add to his all the other big races that he's won? Why not add that one to the list? I mean, anything's possible. Yeah. He, he, when Colby was, he was driving that uh, 9S car that Mark Johnson's in. Is it Colby Schrader's car? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, he was like third points up there. He's actually running quite well for a track he normally doesn't run. And then, I guess when the borders open, whatever the hell was going on with that, and he just went back up. Yeah. Um, just in, Matt Williamson finished third in his heat tonight. Put him in the yeah, redraw. They, put him in the redraw, and he redrew 12th. <laughs> Uh, yes, they're <laughs> yeah, pretty sure they're at Merrittville tonight. He's there. Uh, Eric Rudolph's there. He's Eric Rudolph's been up around Canada of late. Yeah, I feel like he's either in Canada or Pennsylvania. Yeah, never he's doing the BR. Never he's, knew you. Never knew. Well, actually, he did just win the race. Yeah, he won a ransom bill Friday night. He's doing the BR BRP tour. Yeah, the three fifty eight tour. Yeah, what up the Bicknell Racing Products store? I think it's a 358 store. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> I think. Yeah, they have a point. They have a point championship. We should have two, I think. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked to Randy Williamson about it. Remember? 
Yep, we did. Uh, yeah, so that's really it. I'll probably just do my normal Friday Utica Rome thing and I don't know, go from there. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I don't know. I'll probably watch Utica Rome Friday, and then I'm supposed to be going to Bridgeport Saturday. You'll see Nick Sandone. Next race. His new power plant under the hood. Uh, Six the other night with it. What's that? I think I think he wind up. That was that. No, that wasn't him. That was alter ego Nico Sandone. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, Nico, yeah. Well, Cipher Nick, Cipher Cipher Nicholas to drop back in now and get rid of. Nico go back to turning wrenches. Yeah, it's crew chief, I think, right? Nico, yeah. yeah go back to turning wrenches and doing shop work. Yeah, let Nick get back on the driver's <clears throat> seat there and uh, show him what can show be done. Right, with his uh, his hairless Canadian cat there. <laughs> yep. So, so that's what I'll be up to. Hopefully, the rain holds off. Yeah. Going to the valley on August 27th, and that's pretty much a wrap for me for going anywhere to races. Uh, I'm gonna hit some fall races. Definitely an elite race at Georgetown. That you should go. I, I, it's gonna be like a 60 plus car count. Every heat's gonna be a feature. Yeah, yeah, it should be a good race. So. Should be a very good race. Well, stay tuned, right, kids? Actually, the champion will be crowned there at that race. Oh, oh Georgetown. Yeah. Who's got the point leading? Well, no, no, the elite championship. That's the last elite race. No, there's three more. The New Yorker and both the uh, the $50,000 win races. But the Georgetown race is the last one. It's not until October. When is end, it? End of October. October what? Like the last weekend of October. Oh, it's the end of October. Oh, like before Eastern States. Yeah, Kinda like that end. Like actually, oh, I, think it's the weekend. Okay. I think it's the weekend after Eastern States. So, all right. So, yeah, that would be the last weekend of October. Yeah, because it's when it's it's the it's usually they call it normally that weekend is called the Mid Atlantic Championship weekend. Yes, the last uh, South race. Series, yeah. Oh. When's the last the last fourth race? So I'm assuming it's Fonda. Yeah, probably. Fonda's after the week after Port Royal, correct? <clears throat> or is it before? I'm not a hundred. I forget. Oh, I forget. Yeah, so the elite race at Georgetown will be October 29th. I stand correct. Yeah, that that'd be the week the weekend after Eastern States. Yep, and the weekend before World Finals in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you the schedule here real quick for the Elite Series. I was thinking it's earlier for some reason, like September. Nah, they moved it. I still say go down, so you're going to be Elite Series champ. Oh, wow. So, 
Saturday, September 3rd, is Mr. Dirt USA at Lebanon Valley. Yeah. The very, the very yes. next day, Sunday, September 4th, is the New Yorker. So somebody you could have a very, wrong. yeah, somebody could have a very big payday that weekend. $50,000 payday weekend. So Fonda is before. Fonda's it's before. A week, before. a week or two weeks before. Isn't there like a week off between it's that and this month, showcase? It's a, month, before, right? it's a month before it. It's a, so, oh, it's a September. It's middle of September, right? Yeah, so uh, okay. Fonda is September 15th to the 17th. And right, so Port, Port Royal is October 13th through 15th. Okay. My engagement parties. Oh, so my engagement party is the Fonda 200 weekend. Okay. Oh, so and when I get married next year, it'll be the Fonda 200 weekend. Sure will be. So right now, <clears throat> while I'm planning, there's going to be a big screen TV and Flow Sports will be on. There you go. That's it. I mean, I don't. If if the hot laps and heats are starting while I'm doing vows, that shit's going on. <laughs> hey, so it's a very important uh, race weekend. And Especially. if you would, yeah, and if you would tear it, you have to watch it with me because we're media. Yeah, we have to. We have. So, we have. We have a show that, that must go on. We gotta. Well, have, we gotta have. Look, I can folks. always get married again. I'm proving that. <laughs> <laughs> race results are important. Yeah, like podcast about racing. I have something to talk about Monday. I, this is material. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. So, all right. All right, let's wrap this thing up. All right, for Michael Clark Griswold, I'm the mouth. We're signing off. We've been black flagged and Seacrest out. Shut the. F- God!